I'm Nick. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to The Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. Welcome back to The Archive. I'm your host, Nick Main. <laughs> Drew. I'm going to ask you not to laugh until you're introduced. Um, I'm your host. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about um, improv comedy, and we have a very special guest, uh, Elizabeth Bird. Hello. <clears throat> Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to have you here. It's good to be here. Mm. Now... Elizabeth, um, I asked you to join us because, um, one, I haven't seen you in a very long time, mm-hmm. and uh, two, you got into improv comedy um, a few years ago. Like t- two years. Two years yeah, ago. Like a, yeah. Um, and I thought that was uh, fascinating. I like. Uh, Interesting. She's not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> My exact thoughts, yes. Uh, no, at like... Um, as somebody who overestimates his funniness and has a, um, total fear of, uh, opening drinks for Drew, um, Mm -hmm. that's a really common problem. Yeah. Um, that's people are gonna be so confused by that. I, they can figure it out, but, um, (laughs) no, I, uh, what made you uh, decide to get into it? And was that like something that was a challenge for you or did it just feel like it was natural? Um, Okay. So I have been interested in improv for a long time. Uh, I did a little bit of uh, short form improv, which is like improv games, like whose line is it anyway in high school. Mm -hmm. And also I, as I think all of America did was obsessed with whose line is it anyway, Mm -hmm. because it was very good. Um, and, uh, and then I started listening to improv podcasts a lot, uh, like eight years ago, probably or something like comedy bang, bang, Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I listen to that. And, uh, I just didn't, I did, do some acting uh that I stopped doing like 10 years ago and I just didn't think like it just seemed really scary to do improv so I didn't do it and then I didn't know like how to get involved with it really I didn't know about uh the theater that I'm now affiliated with the improv shop which has been around for I think eight years but I didn't know about it until two years ago Mm -hmm. um when a friend went through the program the training program and um so I was like struggling with a lot of anxiety after I had my kids. I have a six and a four year old and I started going to therapy. Shout out to therapy. <laughs> um, go to therapy. And then I just like really was looking for a creative outlet and I tried some different stuff. I tried getting into um, writing and drawing comics. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the last time I saw you is when we were at a meeting about that. Mm-hmm. Um but then I started doing improv classes and it just really stuck in a way, like it just really fits for me in a way that um, other creative mediums haven't necessarily like really felt like where I belonged, but it was hard at first. 
is super hard at first. And um, what I do generally, like mainly, is long form improv. Oh. Which is different from short form improv. Definitely. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so when you started, you had a friend on the inside. <laughs> An accomplice. <laughs> I, okay. So my best friend's uh-huh. husband's ex-roommate's ex-girlfriend. Bullshit. Wait a minute. <laughs> For real? That's great. Best yeah. friend's husband's ex-roommate's, ex-roommate's ex-girlfriend. ex-girlfriend. Who I was Facebook friends with. Drew, get the whiteboard. <laughs> we do have one. Okay. And that's why Facebook <clears throat> is good. Yeah. Um, and that's the only so reason. You, you, you know somebody. Yes. And you're like, okay, they're, they're doing, doing this. And you're like, I could do that. I could, <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> 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 she specifically said um, that it helped her with her anxiety. Uh-huh. And I was like, weird. I would think it would make you feel bad all the time. <laughs> so Compound it. If yeah. You, yeah. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll just take a class and then it'll help me be less afraid to talk <coughs> to humans mm-hmm. and then I'll stop forever. Hmm. But I did it. it kept I didn't going. do it. Wow. I didn't stop forever. Sorry. I kind of similar to that. Um, I know somebody who's going through like Toastmasters. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, are you familiar with that? No. <clears throat> so it's, it. Definitely related to improv, but it's also about just speaking in public. And so it's um, writing a little bit beforehand, but then it's just about feeling comfortable and just being able to own that space. And, hmm. and um, yeah, it's a, more of a businessy kind of version of it than, yeah. than improv is more theater and comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, okay, I should say, like, when I told you um, the theme for the episode i said improv um i mean mostly improv comedy Mm -hmm. we can talk about jazz (laughs) (laughs) if you guys want to i do do you yeah i want to talk about jazz okay we'll we'll talk about it yeah um or um what what other kinds of improv are there living living i mean really anything oh yeah yeah you could we're always improv that's right we're doing it right now and or improving yeah. Ooh, whoa. If you're really living at a hundred, you're always you're, doing both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to improv cook, where I'm just like, Ooh. yeah, just throw that shit in there. Like but chocolate. that's real. That's a real thing. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for baking, that Mm-mm. you can't do. Ashley that. improv cooks. Does she? Yeah. Mm. Does she like sing while she does it? She does long form improv while she does it. That's good. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I, I should tell you, like, if Adam was here. Oh, my gosh. No. He, would he be mad at me? He'd no. He'd be so mad. No. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Get back up. I really want to know. How, for what reason would you think he'd be mad? Oh, I assume everyone's mad at me. Oh, okay. at all yeah. Times. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, he would be eager to. He uh, would be very eager. To play in this improv space. Yeah. But. Um, as I've already said, like I am uh, too scared to, and I am also scared for Drew to attempt. Uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll play along if it comes up naturally, maybe, uh, or if you want to. You've wanna. just Fuck. killed I any just, chance. I know. <laughs> okay. I know. 
<laughs> okay, here's what we're gonna do. Oh no, uh, don't do it. it. I gotta I, go. We're gonna do we're gonna do a warm up and it's really oh, fun. Oh, this is making no, me. No, 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 no. This is really oh, good because God. you know what? Because you know. But you know I'm what? stupid. I, that's good. Oh, that that's works. Better. Fuck, better I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to turn that brain down. All right, hold um, on. Let me get this beer. Open, open. my beer, you jerk. <laughs> okay, so this uh, is a warm up that's designed to help you remember the most important thing to remember when you're doing improv which is agreement i'm sure you've heard of yes and yes the famous uh tenet of of improvisational theater is agreeing so it's our goal as improvisers when we're doing a scene to agree with anything that the other people in the scene say and add on to it Mm -hmm. so if i was in a scene with nick and I said, hey, look at my trumpet. And he said, that's not a trumpet. That's a rabbit. That uh. would be bad improv. <laughs> um, no, there's no bad improv. Only bad improvisers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I like that. Uh, in any case, so we agree. You'd say, yes, and it's golden. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but... So this is a really fun exercise that I really like to do. I do it with my kids in the car, and it's really easy because all you do is count five things that each of you say and say yes to each of them. I say, give me five, and I give you a category, and you name the first five things that you think of, and it doesn't have to be correct, and it doesn't have to be funny because you shouldn't try to be correct or funny. This sounds hard. I know, right? No, you just, like, if I give you the category, like, Give me five undiscovered gemstones. You could say like macaroni and cheese or mm. like whatever. And we would say That's yes. Not one. <laughs> you, you have to say yes. We would say yes. And you would feel. You just say yes. Good. All we do, if he's talking, you say yes. So I'm going to give you a category. Okay. And you're going to say five things. And then you're going to have a category. And he's going to say five things. Or do you want to give me a category first so I have to say the things? No, make Nick do it first. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> So we got to count them off and we got to say yes. So, okay, Nick, give me five things you would name a turtle. Macaroni and cheese. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> N- with names for a turtle? Oh, you got a name. For, you got four more. Come uh, Spike. Yes. yes. Uh, Donatello. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Yes. Um, car- carrot. Yes. yes. Wait, I wasn't oh, done. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> hey, don't get mad. <laughs> carrot face, smiley pants. Yes. What happened? I thought it was carrot, carrot face. Yes, it's clap. Oh, yes. Clap. Thank okay, you. Is job. it is it proper improv form to say no? I wasn't done. It's it's okay. It's a warm up. Okay. We're just all it's it's we're warm up. So now you now you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Drew, name five state flowers. The chrysanthemum. Yes. You have to say yes. Yes. The lily. Yes. That's my Very good. daughter's name. You have to name. say yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Thank you. Carrot, carrot face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Belgian white. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm, I'm, how many? One you more. Have one more. Uh, 
It's the fifth one that's the hardest. Daisy. Yes. yes! You did it. You have to name five craft beers. Um, smelly Toes. Yes. yes. Bricks of Avalon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gross Beer. Yes. Microphone. Yes. yes. Cheesy Pot Face. Yes. <laughs> like Yay. <laughs> Yay. At least three of you them. Clap, were real. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, so we usually, and we like go around in a circle and do that with like, usually there's like 11 people or something maybe that I've played that with, or like a whole class, which is maybe like 15 or 18 people. And we all go around and say yes to each other. That's very cool. It's very yeah. positive. It is. It's very positive. That's, that's what it's all about. It's about like saying yes and accepting the things that it really teaches you to not be so self-judgmental. Right. That's the biggest thing that it's taught me. (laughs) So my first um, experience with improv was when I was in high school, I uh, went to the fine arts center as like a satellite school and I was in the film department and we had a bunch of friends in the theater department. And so we were always encouraged to work together because it's a natural fit, except all the film majors were, um, asshole cynics and all the theater majors were full of life and (laughs) (laughs) open to new experiences and so it was always like a struggle but i did have friends like john and adam that you just described it is they're like the 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 archetypical representations of yeah um adam uh, would be so mad Mm. if he was here but I did have, <laughs> he was going to be mad because, yeah. He I, would I, He would absolutely he would be, want to be doing that game. Uh, he can. He just can do it all he'll, the time. He'll be very he disappointed. He's probably going to hear this and want to do it before we record every episode from now on. Oh, I hope so. Adam, <laughs> make them do it. Why make did I John say that? Do it. Um, but we would do that on the bus to Fine Arts Center, um, play along with our theater friends, and they would do those warm-up improv games and stuff which like i don't remember them like very specifically but i know there were some that were just about uh word repetition and like you'd go in a circle and maybe do like a little hand clap kind of thing Mm -hmm. like you would on the playground in elementary school and you'd repeat something and add something to it each time until you know you fall out um and um i don't i don't know but it was it was fun, but I never got into um, you know the theater aspect of it beyond that. Um, you know what I just thought of is one of the people who was in the theater department who I dated for a year was named Elizabeth Beard, which is well, whoa, yeah, it's relevant. My married name is uh, Bird, so it's not my like yeah regular so it's not like when serious. I was in. High school, that wasn't. Just, it wasn't. You did not. I kind of remember you. <laughs> also, we were not in high school at the same time or state. <laughs> yes, because I'm old. Because and from the south. From the south, yeah, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can hear his southern drawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was terrifying. Yeah. Um, I don't like to do that. My early experience with improvisation. Was definitely whose line? Mm-hmm. On yeah, Comedy like, yes. Central. 
I watched on ABC in prime time. I watched the British version. Oh yeah. That Comedy Central did. Um, and that's one of the earliest, like that I got familiar with a lot of British comedians and stuff, but, um, line is it anyway? Whom's line is it anyway? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you convinced me for a second. I also watched the original, but I was like, maybe um, they changed but it. But Sandy for- Toxvig, who is now a mm-hmm. host on British Bake Off, mm-hmm. it was a regular on that. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and they had Colin and Ryan. Yeah, Colin mm-hmm. and Ryan were on that. Greg Proops. Yeah. Oh, it's on it quite Greg a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Tony Slattery, who I don't think made it over to the ABC version, but he was regular. Have you looked up the? Because uh, Stephen Colbert was like, yes, yeah, I yeah, have yeah, seen on his. The American yeah, one a couple of times, like later that, on. Yeah, because he was part of Second City right. at the time that he was doing that. Yeah. Um, but then I became more familiar with long form, also through listening to podcasts, and my my entry was definitely comedy bang bang. Mm-hmm. And then I started listening to like Improv for Humans sure. um, and uh, a few other like Spontanea Nation. I love yeah, Spontanea Nation. Love, love, love. Um, Do you guys listen to Off Book? Yeah. I, two things that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I've never heard anyone say a bad word about Off Book. I'm so excited. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm not a big musical person and um, improv, I've, I'm just like iffy about although um i'm clearly a, a fan because i listen to bazillion podcasts with it um but uh yeah off book the hosts of it are just so insanely talented it's fucked up yeah <laughs> and it's interesting hearing the range of people they'll, they'll get because they'll have people with musical backgrounds and comedy backgrounds and then the hosts of doughboys who are, oh, yeah. just shouldn't be doing either but oh. Which one, Nick Weiger or they both? both, were, oh, on both were on it. Nick Weiger <laughs> sings on the comedy Bang Bang <laughs> Halloween yeah, he shows. <laughs> he is a capable, talented song. singer. Um, <laughs> sort of talks it. <laughs> but even in that episode, there was a, a part, I don't remember what it was specifically, but um, Mitch has been talking about baseball or singing about baseball. And he came out with a, <laughs> a really clever joke at the end of it. And that's part of the, the fun of it is just like the fact that they're, you know, able to target where they're going to set up the groundwork for a joke by like rhyming it early yeah. and then bringing it out later. And yeah, and yeah it feels like a magic trick. Yes. I took a um, musical improv workshop er- early on, like when I was in level three, I think of six at the improv shop. Uh, so I'd only been doing it for like five or six months or something with um, uh, Nicole, who's, and the last name I can't remember who was on Mad TV, uh, and she, she was also Elsa, or not Elsa. Fuck, I'm good at. She things. was Elsa. No, <laughs> Elphaba. Both of which were originated by the same uh, actress. That's why I was confused. Oh, that's right. Nicole Parker. I didn't even like find it on my Google. You I just, just it came it. to you. Yeah. Anyway, Nicole Parker taught a here in St. Louis a musical improv. Uh, workshop because she was in town singing with the symphony whoa yeah because she's a good singer what did she sing she's she's been on um let it go off book she She was she was alphaba in not like she didn't originate the part but she was alphaba in wicked she played like the defying gravity song well i don't know i haven't seen wicked um 
Anyway, but it was really, she talked about that, about setting up a rhyme to like make a joke or like a whatever Mm -hmm. smart (laughs) couplet. (laughs) And it's like, it's so hard to do that and also sing and like also not fall down. Communally taking the direction of the song in Mm -hmm. in different directions and yeah. yeah. But it's so, yeah, it's so interesting. I mean... Yeah, being able to like rely on other people um, and trust other people is is a big part of of long form improv and certainly musical improv is that's super scary to me. I haven't done a lot of it at all, but uh, but it is amazing. Like it is amazing when it works out. It is like magic. Um, I have a quick improv is magic story actually that just happened today. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so my um, Herald team, the Herald is. A type of long form improvisation. Well, I was by Del Close. So I had a. I this is something I wanted to ask about as well. You should tell your story, okay. but I want to bookmark that because when you listen to any of these Earwolf, if you listen to any podcast that's based in L.A., <laughs> yeah. everyone's a UCB mm-hmm. theater alum or Second City. Yeah, and they all reference Herald teams and Mod teams and the game. And okay. all this, and so I'm very curious about that, but I also don't know how secretive it all is. Oh, it's not secretive. Oh, okay. I, I assume the Harold team was a Harold Ramis reference, but it, there's a mod team too. Is it? Are those? That's what they okay. mentioned. Here, here's what's yeah. up. Okay, this is actually it's not it's okay. Harold Her- is uh, a form, which means there's like a structure to the show. Um, and it was developed by Del Close at I.O. in Chicago, formerly Improv Olympic. And, um, Which Mod, they changed because the Olympic Committee is a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Seriously? Yes, yeah. that's real. Um, and Mod is, I believe, specifically a UCB thing. Oh, okay. Um, that's like, they're like, oh, Mod night. But the Herald was named... <laughs> um, <laughs> Because uh, Del Close was like being a very serious weirdo artist and like, I'm going to develop this thing. And he asked some student like, what should I name it? And they were like, Harold. <laughs> and legitimately, that's how they, it happened. That stuck. That student. Um, Can I pause for a moment? Yes. And give you the history of We've got a music cue there. <laughs> now, I'm not going to put it in. <laughs> um, so, Elizabeth, feel free to chime in, but I've done five to six minutes of Wikipedia research. Okay. And she didn't to, get to tell her story. No, I promise I'll come back to it, but it's like we're... we're it's we're, we're teasing we're, it. We're, we're building up We're going into that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the beginning of improv... As we know, it goes back to 391 BC. Oh. Which was caveman, famously caveman. That is well known amongst scientists. Um, And that's when uh, in Rome they would do a telling farces and they'd have uh, players who uh, had um, classic characters. So they'd have a fool, a country booby, an arrogant soldier, <laughs> an old man. What was the second one? Um, let's see. What was after the, the fool? The pompous doctor, I think. What was after the Wait, fool? Wait, what was after fool? the fool? I th- arrogant soldier, I think. No, there was something else. Um, Can you please say? 
the one after the fool again and and really lean into it a country booby <laughs> Um, Two of those on Dolly Parton. Oh, <laughs> Jack, please. Uh, so yeah, that was the beginning of theater and improvisation and comedy all at the same time. Um, so then nothing happened for sixteen hundred years, <laughs> and then in Italy they started the because co- of Christianity. Yeah. Oh, those uh, Commedia dell'arte, mm-hmm. I want to say, um, became popular and for like two or three centuries that kind of spread around Europe. And was the country booby involved in there? <laughs> they did still have that, that uh, character archetype Which that one? they would bring to the country booby. <laughs> and uh, the style at the time was that they would script the entrances and exits so they'd have like something to fall back on. Yeah. And so in both of those things, you have this thing going on where they have things in their <coughs> bag already to go and they're like, and I, I feel like all improv kind of does this where you, you have your own tricks and then you explore with those afterwards on, on the stage with them. Um, they had something that called the Lazzy, uh, and a Lazo is a joke that is well known to the performers and it's probably just like kind of a callback kind of thing where mm-hmm. they just keep bringing it up. Um, and that's where Punch and Judy comes from. So they'd have those. Like, the hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Punch and Judy. Uh, it's funny when a guy punches a woman. Um, so then in 1909 uh, was when um, uh, Stanislavski. Mm-hmm. Stanislavski. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been butchering that name for 20 years. I'm probably going to do it again. Um, to his face. To his face. <laughs> uh, so he... Earlier, he had founded the Moscow Art Theater. Earlier today? Yes. <laughs> um, you didn't read that? No. <laughs> okay. I guess you're not as cultured as some people are. Uh, I read comics. <laughs> um, but he got frustrated with the... Um, so he was doing like Chekhov plays at the time, and uh, it's very director-focused, and it's kind of like a tour theory where um, they they would plan out all the, the details and everything was just like very very scripted and so he started developing this other idea where it's actor focused and it's more like inside their head and it's about um understanding the motivations for things and just feeling like living the character uh rather than just repeating what what happens um and uh and what i find kind of interesting is like all of the big improv um hero master godfather people Mm -hmm. uh typically have like he had the system where uh-huh. it, it for something that is about creating things fresh he had a very rigid structure for getting there right um but it was all about like this like prep work with your characters and um developing things um before the performance and also creating uh the idea of the theater being a laboratory where they experiment came from him and then um, Meisner and what's this Lee Strassman? I can't think Strasberg, um, are like the two classic, um, theater acting people that came from him and developed separate schools that everyone's like, Oh, I studied in Meisberg and, uh, Meisner. You just and, c- c- combine them. Yeah. Meisberg. Yeah. Strasner. They say you can only do one or the other, but 
I like to do both, and that's my iceberg. Um, it is, yeah. Um, but then the the modern version of improv all started with uh, Viola Spolin. That's right. Yeah, that's, I. That's true. She unfortunately was new to me when I was learning about this. Not surprised. Yeah, not surprisingly, but um, um, Del Close is like the one that I hear about all the time. Yeah, that's the name I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Spolin, Viola Spolin, um, was, uh, she was like born in 1906 and she started developing, and when I talk about the other people with their systems, she was all about the improv game and uh, educating people through that um, and into theater and stuff like that. But, um, but also was it was like an education tool for for kids yeah i actually have a quote yeah uh, that i pulled um that nice from violas bolin uh this is taken from the book improv nation mm. um by and she also like sam wasson okay um but okay so yeah violas bolin in chicago was um she was an immigrant and she was teaching at this community center when she was like in her early 20s and this is what she said. She she told the children. The children were like all immigrants, and they were like sad. And it was the twenties. Um, and she told them, "Imagine a world where adults did not exist." <laughs> and then she said that she watched them, and she wrote, "The unfolding of the scene was quite a revelation. Never were boys and girls more charming, more courteous to one another." They were more tender and gentle. They spoke in soft tones. They were concerned with each other's simplest problems. They loved one another. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's what she's all about is love and play. Play is her whole her whole thing is, is uh, getting rid of all that other stuff and uh, just encouraging play, trying to break down all the other barriers of ego to allow people to play. Hmm. Um, yeah, when I talked about it being like kind of terrifying, um, I, I think that I play, but it's when you tell me to, to do something that the ego starts popping in Mm -hmm. and I can't do anything else, you know? What do you mean? Uh, when you say, Hey, you know, be funny or (laughs) do, do something interesting worth watching. Drew tells me that all the time. That's why I'm looking at you. Uh, yeah, I, I, we did an episode recently that um, we started on something, and Adam goes, "Wait, wait, 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 hold on. Let's let's do a <laughs> let's do a bit." And both Drew and I are like, "No, Adam, <laughs> you just do it. You can't, don't let's tell- do a bit." Yeah. Well, th- this him. is, you know, yeah. It's you. It's funny you you bring that up. Like the other thing, something that would happen organically a lot on this show used to be John would recount something from his childhood and do this sort of John kid character that people love. I mean, it is very endearing and sweet, but also hilarious. But then like the calls for the John character kept Uh coming out and the more it was requested, I think the less we wanted to, you know, do it because you're just like, it has to happen when it happens. Yeah. You know, we can't, that's, you can't pull it out mm-hmm. in a way because yeah. then it feels manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with, I mean, with that. 
like early on um improv like she viola was teaching like you said like the like theater games is what she called the improv games that she developed um because they were to help act like children learn to act Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically she was doing it in la um a lot when she was doing it professionally um so then her son that um paul sells paul sells um and do you remember the other guy's name Michael. Oh, uh, Mike Nichols. No. Oh. oh. Uh, no. Sorry. Um, oh, David Shepard. Oh, David Shepard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the two of them were. Uh, they started the Compass Players, which uh-huh. was the beginning of Second City, basically. But that started in Chicago in '57. No, '55. And then, interestingly, they came down here and they teamed up with Del Close. Down where? Down to St. Louis. In the Gaslight District. In the Gaslight District. At the Crystal Palace. I was super excited. I wrote, I listened to that episode today because oh. I was like, no I, way. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we did an episode number 303 <laughs> <laughs> um, on the Gaslight District. And before then, I wasn't even familiar with it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, when I was reading about this today and was like, oh, they Delcolis isn't from here. Um, he's from shiny Manhattan, Kansas. Well, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said true. Yeah, um, but I think he went to school <clears> in Kansas. Also, shiny man. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he went to school in Kansas City, maybe, and and then had moved up here, and uh, and yeah. So, so yeah, the group of them all started together. And Mike Nichols and Elaine May, who had already been working together, um, they met actually studying one of those fancy theater guys uh in new york under him and then Uh um they they had both found each other again and they were working in chicago as part of the compass players and then they were in st louis and and this st louis is actually where the idea of yes and was put to paper yeah that's awesome i didn't know that Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yes. Do you know Mike Nichols? Yes. Okay. And yeah, he's pretty famous. No, I actually don't. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. I was just being good. That was good. You. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, he's, he he directed The Graduate. Uh huh. Um, I've never seen it. I'm oh, aware of it. Yeah, it's great. Shit, movie. it's actually so good. You I'll should watch it. Probably never see it. Mm, you should really watch it because I haven't. I don't seen think you would yet. like it. Oh no, it is a oh. film. <laughs> <laughs> Does anything transform in it? Into yeah, a car? a man's soul. Ooh. Into a car? Yeah. Okay, I'm in. An old car. Oh. Uh, not a souped up <laughs> Well, thing. it was new at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wayne's World 2 has a visual reference to The Graduate. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So, if you really want to understand Wayne's World 2, you should <laughs> go back and check that right, out. Right, right. Um, he also did... Um, uh, he directed The Birdcage, mm-hmm. which That's true. Elaine May wrote. Yeah, she's written some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got nominated, uh, and they did um, Primary Colors together, and she got nominated for two Oscars, like that and something else I can't remember. They um, had a, a stage show in New York that was that was um, based on stuff that they uh, 
sort of developed in the compass players in Chicago and St. Louis um, characters that they took from that. And um, that was like wildly successful. Like they were on Broadway. They were huge stars in the late fifties and early sixties. And I've like listened to some of their records and they're so and like watched some of their TV work from that time. And it's so fucking funny. It's crazy funny. They're very good. Yeah. I didn't know. um, I didn't know. I knew Mike Nichols, but I didn't know of their, uh, comedy background history or improv um he's also a egot winner yeah, really that's, yes that's true and has nine tonys nine he's, yeah nine nine tonys nine. um he died yeah Lane may didn't so he's yeah. laughing now all right <laughs> um viola's still kicking no no? No. <laughs> no. 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 She'd be like 115. Who was? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, maybe it was Elaine that I I was thinking about. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they they um, th- two or three years later formed Second City, um, and uh, that became kind of like the the major mm-hmm. beginning of it. Um, that soon they spread to Toronto. Um, and I didn't know until just only like three or four years ago that SCTV mm-hmm. was second city TV. Like yeah. it, Oh, that yeah. never and, and most clicked of, for me either. Most of that company, the Toronto, um, second city who were in SCTV, uh, they, uh, were kind of scouted from a production of Godspell. Really? In Toronto, what? that a lot of them ran. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, I remember, like, so I feel like the group of them were originally producing it. Like, I heard something where they were producing it, like outside of Toronto, and they were just kind of like isolated and didn't have any idea how successful it was. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You have to talk to SCTV. Them. Yeah. Yeah. This is like John Candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rick uh, Moranis. Rick Moranis. Uh, Catherine O'Hara. Ugh. What's his face? Um, what's yeah, his face? That guy, Martin Short. Yep. Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. And uh, who's uh, Dave? Uh... Atal. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rick oh, Moranis' uh, Thomas. Strange Brew buddy. Yeah, yeah. Dave Thomas. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, who's the lady with the alligator bag? Or maybe it's not an alligator bag. It's a um, leopard skin. <clears throat> dark hair? She wears the... Glasses. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Do you mean Gilda Radner? No, no. she okay. was also on uh, uh, Horrible People or whatever it is with uh, Billy Eichner's more recent oh, show. Oh, Terrible People or what is that show mm, called? I don't have it. And Julie Klausner. Um, Gilda Radner did start in Toronto, though. Did she? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and so yes, uh, SCTV was seventy six, and at the same time seventy five. Uh, many people don't know this. Those two years happened at the same time, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> SNL was going on uh, or started then, and um, and the same thing like the the cast from SNL has always pulled people from uh, Second City mm-hmm. or people trained around that. Andrea Martin. Andrea oh, Martin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> I John Belushi I know was Second City. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember who else from the I mean original. Bill Murray. I mean Bill Murray. It's a yeah. huge I think, list. I think everyone but Chevy Chase from the original cast. Yeah. I think. Um, Maybe not. No. Drew, Garrett Morris Drew, might not have been. Don't look. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
actually, yeah, maybe maybe I'm totally wrong, but like several people. It, and it, actually, Bill Murray wasn't in the original cast. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Murray. You know how... <laughs> Don't at me, Bill Murray. Everyone's yeah. like, hey, Bill Murray tweeted me, and he and said nobody no will... No one will ever believe you. Yeah, and I'm like, that's on the internet, dude. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, And so... I just took that long voyage. I'm sorry. I interrupted your story. No, you, it's good. You brought up. It's good to interrupt people. I know. <laughs> and it's good to interrupt people. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to like bring us up to this point that like now there's. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I just want to also like note or whatever that like the Compass players and also Second City were very focused on doing imp- improvisational comedy in order to produce material for sketches. Oh. Um, and that, like, Del Close uh, and his work at I.O. was more focused on, like, improv... Like, Del Close was more interested than anyone else, as far as I know, um, about figuring out a way to innovate a new type of theater that was just improvisational. Mm-hmm. And that was the point. Hmm. Um, so the other ones were kind of, like, hammering out sketches on stage yeah in the 50s and early 60s there wasn't an idea that improv just in and of itself like had value Mm -hmm. (laughs) like as entertainment right and some people still think that um (laughs) true sorry and um so just my opinion yeah uh i love that's actually something that i super love about it is that like you just leave it all behind and it's just all gone it's just so like when i was doing theater and acting in theater that's the thing I love the most about it was the experience of doing a show and the fact that like each show is different because the audience is there and the audience is different and people drop different cues and like do different things. And like that experience was my favorite part of it. So all, um, long form improv is that, I mean, it's all just that time and then it's gone. Um, but the way in which it is magic in this case is my Herald team, Tucker's bucket, was doing a <laughs> that's our name <laughs> um it's pretty wacky but we were doing um a herald show which is the f- the form that i previously mentioned um and all the, that a form means is like there's sort of a skeleton to the show which is that we know we're doing like we're gonna all as a group we have 11 people on the team come together and like do something from an audience suggestion and then we're gonna do some scenes and then we're gonna all come together and check in and do another group thing then we're gonna do some scenes. So is it I, that? Is it that um, vague? Isn't the right word? But is that? Is there more detail to your plan going in, or is it just really, like this is what we're? It's audience audience suggestion scenes come back together. Audience suggestion, like yeah. I mean, it really is that loose. Like different teams have different sort of um, signature ways of doing stuff sometimes, but there's really not. There's not. Um, like this guy always plays somebody who's like this. Like there's right. not that. Um, that's not part of it. And you hopefully don't like when you're thinking like a lot of people I know who do improv, like will think of like a really good premise for an improv scene. And then we're like, fuck, now I can't ever do that. I, yeah, I was about to ask, <laughs> do you ever have like teammates that, that come up and like say, Hey, I want to really tear one no. into Trump this time. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> no, no, we don't. I mean, not at like, yeah, I mean, not because we're like a house You're team, used to so we know how to. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, we we know how to do improv, kind of. Um, <laughs> if if I show up, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you're gonna do a Trump scene. Um, <laughs> we've done a couple of Trump Celebrate. things. It's hard to not ever do it, but like, well, 
Well, but this suggestion on Thursday night, last Thursday night, was Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm. From South Carolina. No way. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you in Hootie and the Blowfish? No, but my... Which Blowfish are you? Wait, I got to do my version of your thing. Okay. My sister's husband's bandmate played with Darius Rucker. Rucker, Rucker thank you, uh, in another band. Amazing. Tucker's Ruckers. Tucker's Ruckers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We changed our name after this show. So we got the onion suggestion, Tucker's Back. Or we didn't get the onion. That would be awesome, actually. I want to get that now. No, it was Beauty and the Bluefish. And um, one thing we're working on as a team is like, is like, having a lot of emotion behind our choices and we like looked at each other and everyone was so overjoyed by that <laughs> suge- we were like yes so we did like this show about wanting to go to a hootie and the blowfish show like every time we did our like group work it was about hootie and the blowfish and how much we loved them um, um and then today it was announced that they're reuniting again. <laughs> You did that. We yeah, did you that. Made, put you that energy willed out. that into existence. Yeah, it's it's really true that we made that happen. Yeah, that's very so. Darius, is magic. He's got his country, country. Uh, career set. He doesn't he's need got that his blowfish money. Country booby career set. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, uh, what decade did Hootie and the Bluefish come out? The 1990s. The 90s. Do you have a uh, affection for that decade, Elizabeth? <laughs> really good transition. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel wowie. out of the loop here. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I, I own a store Oh. called That 90s Shop. Really? Yes. A brick and mortar? A real ass store. store. <laughs> That's... Uh, it's in Florissant, Missouri, mm-hmm. and it has things from the 1990s within it. Wow. Um, everything that you could. Darius Rucker? Yes. Darius Rucker. <laughs> she had to let him out. <laughs> um, that's my secret. Yeah, she meant literally <laughs> that somebody, she made them happen. <laughs> somebody else on our team, completely unrelatedly, is in a 90s cover band called Wet Suede. <laughs> I mean, we're really good at naming things. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have um, blind boxes there. So I, cur- I currently boxes? am out of stock. Uh, unless out. I don't know when this is coming out. Maybe I'll have them. But I ha- I had for a long time um, little boxes that had uh, a mystery Happy Meal or other oh, children's meal cool. toy that from is... the nineteen nineties. Excellent idea. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> so much that I don't have anymore yeah. right now. <laughs> it's called That 90s Shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, kind of like that 70s show where Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are from. Mm. But <laughs> but a nine instead of a seven and a P instead of a W. Now, when you see <clears throat> a business that has the word shop in the mm-hmm. title, do you just automatically go to that and say, this must be mine? Because you're uh-huh. in the improv shop. Yes. And I say, this is mine <laughs> every time I go in there. <laughs> okay. I uh, but I do, it is confusing when I say I'm going to the shop. Yeah. It is confusing. My husband does not know where I am going. Uh, just like you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I could be anywhere of two places. <laughs> so... With the uh, the form of improv, or this, the, I guess the classes that you took, mm-hmm. um, is that I, I always hear the game referenced. 
Can you talk a bit about that? Is that um, talk aboutable? I, I can, yeah. There's nothing, it's not um, like Scientology uh, <laughs> <laughs> or no matter what, Bojack Horseman, what have you think? Uh, I can talk about, so it's called Game of the Scene and it's not an idea that in my classes we spend a lot of time on, but it is something that like we talk about on the team I'm on. Um, but I think different teachers probably have different focuses. And I know UCB is very heavy that's, on Game yeah, of the that's, Scene. That's, I'm sure that's why I hear about it a lot is yeah. because these podcasts um, I listen to are UCB-based for yeah. the most part. And Game of the Scene is, in my mind, the way it's talked about on those podcasts is it's kind of an easy way to make sure a scene is funny. Because mm-hmm. UCB is a, is a company Right. And they got to make that money. Yeah. And people want to see funny shit. Yeah. Um, and so a game is something that's repeatable that you find early on in the scene. Um, and it's pretty hard to do. It's something that I'm still building skill at. Some people are really natural at it. Of like, You start a scene and you're like making stuff up and you figure out what the pattern is super early on. And then you keep the pattern going. Sometimes it's super easy to figure out like mm. character keeps dropping shit. So they keep dropping bigger shit. That's the game of the scene. Okay. But sometimes it's really hard because it's like an emotional beat that you have to keep hitting, but it's, it does really sometimes pay off in like a really cool way. Mm-hmm. I like the way you describe that because um, you say, you know, Sometimes it's an emotional beat. You're trying to figure that out. But it's the way you said it is almost like somebody knows that secret, but it's all of you trying to figure that out, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like the scene knows the secret. Yes. And you're all trying to find it. You're all just digging at it. Yes. Looking for that. Wow. We're smart. Like, honestly, (laughs) it is really powerful when you're on a team, like when you're creating something as a group, because the group truly is the the push behind the creation. Like stuff doesn't necessarily, like you don't own something that you make when you're in a group. Right. Like the group is owning it and the Mm -hmm. scene like is, so that's an ego thing too. Like ego is definitely constantly something that you're working on. But when you say ego, like you usually think like, I think I'm awesome. But also when you're like, I'm not good enough, that's also Mm. ego. Yeah, right. So... Like, I used to constantly, every time I'd have a social interaction afterward for hours, two years, be like, that was bad. That was real bad. I hated that. (laughs) And it's, it like has really helped me let go of that specific Hmm. thing. Like, be less self judgmental and like accept that people (laughs) aren't like thinking about how dumb I am all the time. And if they are, great. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, uh, uh, I, <laughs> I have. That. I had a. I bet you guys are gonna think about uh, that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly thinking about that. I had a similar uh, hang up um, for my job. I go into uh, like other companies <clears throat> and do these workshops, and I'm there drawing and stuff. And it, and when I first started doing this. The I would go in there, you know, and and all I could think was, they're gonna think I'm terrible at this. They're all watching me, and they all want me to like screw up, and they're looking for ways that I'm screwing up. And there was like a moment at some point where I was like, I like realized that is not the case. They all want me to do well, (laughs) Uh, 
for the most part. And that, you know, also they're not all watching me. Mm-hmm. And so that was like sort of a, a revelation for me. And like, even though I'm still nervous when I do it, just because it can be kind of nerve wracking, that thought that anyone is like, you know, clocking me like, oh, he didn't, he tried to draw a dog and that looks like a giraffe. Uh, <laughs> Drew is very good at what he does. And I, I hope he knows that I know that he is because he came to my company recently and the first thing I did was text him a spelling <laughs> yeah. mistake he made. On a very critical word. Dang, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Um, yeah. But like, it's this tiny detail in a like 10 by five foot just like massive drawing mm-hmm. and and um, explanation of yeah uh, diversity diversity mm-hmm. he, he misspelled diversity. diversity oh no forgot an I it, it was a typo it <laughs> wasn't a, a diversity misspelling. diversity well, diversity people knew what you meant and also eyes don't read words though like they That's just look right. at yeah, the they whole look at thing, the shape so yeah um, it must be like very joyful when your group finds. Not just the game, you know, or whatever, but just like finds like, oh, this is what's funny about this or, mm-hmm. or this is this is the scene, you know, it must feel like really fantastic. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. It feels really great. And it, I mean, it just it's so freeing to feel like other people understand and accept you. And and like at the improv shop, at least, which is my only experience with um really doing long form improv people are value performers are valued for who they truly are and encouraged to be who they really are like there's not like we're trying to get rid of artifice as much as possible and like uh improv um is a lot about truth I think of it sometimes I have uh, a hard time making like big choices um and I think it's because like I'm too much a writer sometimes because when you're doing improv, you're like writing, directing, and acting all at the same time, yeah. And like and collaborating in real time with other people who are doing the same thing. <laughs> um, and sometimes I get too much a writer, right? Like that's too obvious. But I think really what uh, long form improv is is sort of theater of the subconscious. So you're making choices mm-hmm. to like point out and uh, sort of shine lights on like parts of humanity. So you have to like be big, and that kind of ties in with the comedia dell'arte, like. Uh, archetype thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's not you're not necessarily trying to represent real life, although sometimes you are. Yeah, but it's like you're trying to communicate in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also feels good to fail, not at the time, but later on when you realize that it was okay and you like got through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no one died. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stand-ups say that. Like, yeah, like maybe the first time they went out, it was like. It was great. And then the second time they went, it was just completely terrible and soul crushing and had to like mm-hmm. go through that experience. But once you do it, you you know that you're you can survive that space and do it again. And yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah. And then there are people who just love getting just ruining a room. And yeah. it's just like <laughs> once they feel that they're in that, just keep on pushing through it, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's the um the have you seen the roast that Norm Macdonald did where he just gets Oh he like essentially does joke book jokes. Yes, he? the yeah. whole time. And everybody in the room like is just not 
along with yeah. it. Even the, most of the comedians are half of them think it's hilarious, and yeah. the other half are like, "What is this guy doing? He's mm. ruining it." And yeah, yeah. Um. So um. So, what's the difference between short form and long form? Like, I obviously the 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 time of it, but do you with a short form are you still telling a story or is it um is it more of a, a game or like how how do you define those uh the short form shows that i've been a part of and seen for the most part have been that you're you're doing games and it's me it's to me short form is um improvising jokes i mean mm. there are some things that are telling like kind of a story but you're really you're like you're trying to be funny as funny as possible and as like quickly as possible as yeah. quickly as possible yeah. and um and like long form you you don't have it doesn't have to be funny um usually it's funnier if people aren't trying to be funny because you're really trying to bring out um like truth and humanity and like in real life people aren't really trying to be funny they just like are people are funny and yeah. um dark things are funny and connecting to other people is is really what it i think is about is yeah. am i am i right in uh thinking that whose line is short form yes 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 so like yeah games like where uh you know you have to pull uh, a line out of a hat and then right. you justify why the character said it and you know you make it funny right. and stuff like that and i think i mean i i'm on a um, team that does a lot of short form that's uh called uh, honey nut querios and <laughs> um it is a team of all uh, lgbtq identifying improvisers in the st louis improv scene awesome. and so far shows have been short form but we're talking about changing it up but so I'm not just like even know I you know I think uh, but I do think they're very different yeah. things. I mean I I feel like naturally like you know long term anything gives you the chance to develop a character and have a depth to it and most good comedy is based around character and not around the joke you know I don't like jokes yeah fuck jokes yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like jokes do you <laughs> yeah. When somebody tells me a joke, I think of it as a riddle, and yeah. I oh, just, you're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, you're calling me stupid because I don't know your <laughs> joke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, don't tell me. Hold on, I got this, and then I just walk away. I'm yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sorry. No. Um, so are there other? places to do improv in st louis or do you want to shun them <laughs> no uh <laughs> the main the main other uh one is that there's a short form theater i think i'm correct in saying that in st charles called comedy sports st okay. louis and they do teach classes also um the improv shop is a long form program and they start at level zero for folks who have uh zero zero experience experience um and just like feel really nervous like if it if the idea of doing it makes you nervous but it's something you want to try level zero is a great place to start because it'll teach you how to f that everybody has your back like have you guys seen that don't think twice mm -hmm. no i haven't seen that yet okay well i didn't i mean it wasn't really like similar to my experience at least, but beca mainly because it's about people who are trying to make it. And like, if you're doing comedy in St. Louis, like, are you trying to make it? Um, <laughs> and um, I mean, I don't know. That's like, at least not in the improv community. I feel like maybe the standups are, I don't know. Right. Probably they are. It's, it's a very 
um, kind of competitive. Yeah. Out, outside, you get the sense that they're like a family together, but they but they have drama going on. Yeah, because they're all trying to be super famous. Yeah. And the movie? Um, yeah, in oh, the yeah. movie, but they they all say before they go to the show, "Got your back, got your back," and like pat each other on the back, and like we do. Some people do do that, so that's true. Like the guy your back thing is a big thing that like your team is going to support you no matter what, and that's what like the warm up is about. That's where you what say we yes. should do before, yeah. Yeah, before you, know, you <laughs> should pat each other in the back and say "got your back." It feels nice, um, <laughs> but yeah. So comedy sports, uh, or I think it's stylized as like CSZ. Yeah, um, I've seen that. CSZ sports. Yeah, and they have a theater in Chicago as well. And other places, it's like a chain, I guess. Um, and they have th- their like thing is that they have two teams who spar for like who's the uh, funniest. Yeah. See, that does kind of appeal and they to have me. Clean comedy. But ooh, so. that's interesting. <laughs> um, uh, they also have a logo that looks dangerously similar to the NFL's, and uh, I can't wait for them to get sued for that. Whoa. But I I do like the idea of of competitive. Um, improv though <laughs> like oh I, I don't like, it, like I, I just I like the idea of, of weird organic competitions in general you know yeah and I, I think that's interesting but um, well the improv shop does have a show called cage match oh yeah uh, that it's actually a it's a whole season um, it's going to be starting here I think in January that they just named the champion of 2018 and there's a regular season with like matches and the audience votes. You oh. like watch two improv shows, two different teams. Anybody uh, can sign up, and then you should sign. You should sign up. <laughs> um, and uh, and then the audience votes, and then there's like a tournament, like with a bracket and everything. Oh. Yeah. That's so they cool. just named uh, Moist the champions of 2018. Mm, okay, that's interesting. They, yeah. That's a, they know. Of course they know. <laughs> of course they know. <laughs> um, but and I am uh, talking about like uh, having a length to like sink into things and stuff. Like mm-hmm. you were mentioning, this show that just started um, that I am a cast member of. There's a rotating cast. It's called Anthology. It's Saturdays at ten at the Improv Shop, and it's uh, a festival of improvised one act plays. Hmm. And so they're each uh, what we call a mono scene, which is there's no. They don't switch the scenes. It's like just two people in a scene for about 15 minutes or well, and then there's more characters can come on potentially, but it starts with two people and they're the same characters having the same relationship for like 15 minutes and, and building out a story. Not each. Yeah. Each each act is a different. Yeah. 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 So there's three or so. Yeah. Do the acts, are they supposed to link to each other? I you come find out. Oh, good. good, Very (laughs) good. Very good. Teasing us. Do we, do they, do they uh, real fast? I'm just curious. Do you start with a phrase from the audience or something like uh, that? The or? audience titles the play that they're about oh, to see. Oh, okay. I like that. Cool. Um, where can we find out more information? Well, wait. Uh, before I uh, wonder if we wanted to play another game before we get out of here. Uh, if okay. There's a, we sure. can even play five things again. Oh, and see if you got better at it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay. <coughs> All right. Here, uh, we'll go the other way. Yeah, yeah. Good, and good, and good. somebody else start because I started last time. Okay, I'll start. Okay. Nick. Yes. Five bespoke t shirt designers. Um, 
threads and things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I got your back. Yes. yes. Aw. <laughs> Thank you. Um, t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> um, I fuck. forget to count. Um, um, canned horseradish fruit cup. Yes. yes. Pizza. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. You just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah, you clap at the end. Thank you. All right. You me- <clears throat> All right, Elizabeth. Um, five places that you keep your hat. The glove box. Yes. yes. A hat box. Yes. Backstage. Yes. yes. The cup under the sink. Yes. In a rainbow. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I, I love Elizabeth has one <laughs> cup under her sink <laughs> and a tiny little hat <laughs> inside of it. Yeah. All right. Give me five things you saw in the clouds. Ducks. Yes. yes. Animals. Yes. yes. <laughs> Muppets. Yes. Old men. Yes. One more. You can do it. Thumbs. Yes. yes. <laughs> was that a, a like a air horn? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that, that, was a, <laughs> that was a duck sound. I thought it was a. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys were so much more supportive of each other that time. That's like, I do feel like, <laughs> I do feel like you're improvisers. Were we? Thank you. Wow. Um, do you want to start a new troupe and crush improv yeah. shop? Yeah. Oh, Call yes. it Nick's Picks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, what kind of things would you like our listeners to know about? you and the mm. things you do and where can we find them and where can we find you and where can we find your hat where are your hats Under kept um where do you get those small cups no the small hats that fit in the cups costco <laughs> uh okay plugs of me well the improv shop is at www.theimprovshop.com there you can find the show calendar. There's also a new location in Kansas City. Oh. So if you're in Kansas City, also you have an improv shop. Cool. And the calendar is on www.theimprovshop.com. Um, and the That 90s Shop is at that90shop.com or on Facebook or Instagram. You nailing these URLs. Yeah. I... No. no, no hyphens, no uh, nope. dot nets. No, no, no. Shit, my plug has a hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, if you are looking at the show calendar, I perform on Herald Nights on Thursdays with Tucker's Bucket, and uh, also we are opening for Hootie and the Blowfish Whoa. at uh, whatever they call Riverport now. Is that true? In the future, yeah, that it's is true. not true yet, yes, but it, it will be. You've got them to come back. We will. Uh, don't you worry. It's in the works. We're talking to their people. Um, and then I'll be on Anthology 
Sometimes, as I said, it's a rotating cast. I know for sure I'm going to be there December 22nd at 10 p.m. Um, there's always shows. There's shows at the Improv Shop on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And there's two stages. So there's a lot of times like four shows per night. Wow. So <laughs> you're going to be able to find something you want to see there. And I think it's a really fun date night. It's a fun like thing to take your dad to maybe if your dad is cool. Uh, and not, not for Nick. Yeah. Okay. Not, don't take your dad there. Cool. Uncool dads steer clear. <laughs> Unless Sorry, you want to prank him because they'd probably hate it. <laughs> what if you yourself are a cool dad? Yeah. Then for sure. Uh, get a babysitter and unless you're a <laughs> real cool dad, yeah. and you bring your kiddos. Whoa. Cool kids. Cool kids only. My uh, my teammate Justin hates it when people bring babies, and it's very funny. So please bring your babies. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe don't. I don't know. Hey, can you put my baby in your seat? <laughs> Do you get that ever? Audience suggestion: Not Take yet. my baby up there. <laughs> Take my baby. Do something with my baby. <laughs> Where are you going, sir? <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know uh, if you wanted to follow me. Personally, mm -hmm. for some reason, I'm on Instagram as Uncaged Bird B Y R D. B Y R D. Uncaged Bird B Y R D. Uncaged is spelled normal. The normal way. Okay. And uh, I got like 200 and something followers, so nice. you don't need to do it. I'm fine. You're good on followers. Yeah, <laughs> seems like enough. But that's that's about it. That's the most legit plugs that was we've ever had. Very good. <laughs> like actual things. I'm not even gonna bring up my Instagram because I only have like a hundred and something. It's like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I have three hundred and forty-eight. Oh, See, you got man. it in the bag. Um, Did you have a hyphenated plug? I have a hyphenated plug. Um, so December first was World AIDS Day, and I just put out a report. Uh, on HIV with my company Express Scripts. Uh, you can find that at lab.express-scripts.com. Oh, yeah, we came late to the party. Um, <laughs> there's another company that has Express Scripts. Oh, no. Is it don't, porn? It is porn. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's all pharmacist <laughs> porn. Uh, That'd be it's, amazing. It's really good, honestly. Like, <laughs> I wanted to hate it, but it's good. Um, so, yeah, you can go and check that out. I designed that, and um, you can find out some good information about um, what's going on in the world of HIV and uh, medication for it. Awesome. Nice. Elizabeth, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This thank is you great. Thank you for having that me. Was... Thanks for playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad Adam wasn't here to play. Yeah. Oh, and I don't know when I should probably plug classes more. I don't know when they start, but you can find it on the improv shop website too cool yeah cool cool i don't um, want to get in trouble <laughs> with adam for not plugging the classes yeah oh yeah i i would not be surprised if you meet adam very soon yeah i'm surprised <laughs> you haven't already actually. walking the halls of the improv shop yeah um okay thanks guys yeah thank, thank you. you and let's put this five ways that oh. you would put this in the archive nick all right um, gotta put it under that sink. Yes. yes. In a cup. Yes. <laughs> You're like, damn it, Nick. <laughs> um, in that uh, tiny 
little hole yes. Yes. in my belly. Oh, okay, yes. Good. Yes. One more. Um, God, fuck. Um, <laughs> shit. This is exactly what happened if Nick did it. Is he doing the scene? It's just, oh, shit. <laughs> Put it in the archive. Yes. yes.